Welcome to Content Inspire, a podcast focused on sharing good people doing great things within the sports nutrition and fitness industry. Welcome to Content Inspire. I'm your host, Andrew Calvino. And today I have the legend and badass himself, Earhart Herman. And um, dude, you're the senior VP of Fitness Informant. You just joined New Live. You're a badass. And I'm glad that you're taking time out of your day to speak with me and my listeners. So thank you and introduce yourself to the listeners, my man. Uh, I mean, to start off, I'm just, for one, uh, I think the legend isn't the right term. I try to keep to myself, try to stay low key. Um, I'm not trying to break any records out there, at least not yet. Um, I also appreciate that you pronounced my first name correctly. Um, I know people that have, I've known for months now that still can't pronounce it. So they just call me G anyway. And it's kind of funny because like my middle name's Chad. So like my parents decided to give me like my grandfather's, you know, very German Gerhard name as a middle name. Like, you know, you usually would to avoid bullying you, uh, you know, <laughs> like I got to grow up with people calling me gay fart. So, uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's, uh, you know, just one day maybe I'll go by Chad, but I think Gerhard, I've grown to love it. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. starts the conversation starts like, Oh, where's that name from? But, uh, yeah, I just appreciate you, uh, saying it correctly. Oh, thanks dude. No uh, problem. I've heard you know, it. I'm, you've heard it a few times. So. Dude, I've heard it a few times. So I was just there like, Andrew, you better fucking pronounce it right. Oh, dude, I, people that don't pronounce it at all right, I barely even go out of my way to correct them at this point. The first time I would give them like, yeah, no, it's Gerhard actually. Like, okay, Gerhard. I'm like, okay, whatever. You'll never get it. <laughs> hey, just um, call me G. That's funny. So um, I'm going to throw my first question your way is, and what is your why? Uh, you know, I knew you were going to ask this because I was listening to some of your podcasts recently and I'm like, I mean, that's a question I don't really have an answer for because I just kind of fell into this position really here. Uh, yeah, I can tell you why I'm at fitness department and why I'm in this industry. Uh, that's probably better because uh, I, I, I got to say, I don't have my complete path yet. I know where I want to go mm-hmm. in this, at least in this space and where I want to go with my career at some point, like what I want to help build. But uh, why? Um, I know what my why will be, but I have to get there in terms of like, you know, capital, money. I mean, obviously I have a great position or opportunity here with New Live. So that is going to be my, my why. But um, in terms of how I got to Fitness Informant and before that supplementreviews.com, you know, I just love to share my experiences with people. And I love, uh, you know, I love recommending products to people. I love... Uh, identifying with people there's like no better feeling than me recommending a product especially if i don't work for them and the person going like, dude i really liked it you know like that's kind of my why helping people uh, having people get an experience i did that i like for a product i love and having them have that same experience and enjoying it themselves that's i guess that would be my why now that i thought about it <laughs> you know so what? so uh, and then eventually my other why which i want to get to is I want to, you know, obviously, um, I've been, we're seeing this increase in gaming supplements on the market. Um, you know, everybody's trying to get in. I just want to, you know, help build that because uh, I grew up a competitive gamer. 
mm-hmm. for a sense. And I want to see like that market give kids the opportunities that I didn't have growing up because it was a lot smaller back then. I want to give them this like the opportunities that I didn't have essentially. So yeah, help legitimize that sport. I call it a sport. <laughs> help legitimize the esports, you know, scene to make it bigger than what the NFL is today, for example. Okay. So well, that's sure. is that a good why? I mean, I I, I don't know. I kind of had dude, to take it a stride. Dude, that's your why. I can't say if that's a good or bad, but that's your why. That's your driving force. So at the end of the day, thank you for sharing that with me and the listeners in regards to um, suggesting a supplement to someone and them getting that same effect, same feeling that you did that you know that this is top quality shit. And then the second one is that you wanting to help legitimize esports and make it bigger than what it is today. Because I see that you support... um, esports organizations, whether it's COD, whether it's um, Rocket League, you name it. I've always seen you post on your story, like badass shit. So, oh yeah. Yeah. I, you know, when you grew up with it, like, you know, growing up when I was in that scene, kind of like, um, you know, you were made fun of, you're kind of like, you're nerdy, which, okay, true. Um, you know, there's, you're never going to get anywhere. You're lazy. But now you see kids who you know, have salaries just for competing. They're not even famous. They're just competing and they make, you know, like they make actual salaries. Like Call of Duty League, for example, even the kids who like the bottom tier kids, even people that aren't on the main roster get like a minimum of, I think it's like 55K for a salary. And that doesn't include sponsorships and all that other stuff or tournament winnings if they happen to get into them. So, you know, some of them make eight times that as a salary. So, you know, it's, it is already pretty legitimate, but you know, it still has some people still view it as like, oh, you're just wasting time on a video game when, you know, a lot of these kids are making more money than all of us combined. So, you know, it's already pretty legit, but I want to help it get it even bigger anyway I can, any way I can, which for me would probably be with my experience and knowledge in supplements would probably be through that means. Yeah, no, certainly. And then um, how did you get into supplements, dude? <laughs> I guess you kind of have to start with how I got into fitness. Um, so when I was 19, I got arrested. Uh, I was for underage drinking. Um, okay. And I'm also, I have dual citizenship in Germany. So I'm like, okay, I'm 19. I don't want to hide from the cops every time I drink. I want to experience something. So on a whim, like literally just on a whim, I just thought, I'm like, you know what? I went downstairs to my dad. Um, hey, I want to go to Germany and live there. I got drafted by the military there anyway, where you have to go in for a checkup. So I'm like, he's like okay, I'll send you over. I have an apartment there, um, you know, a lot of family there. Mm-hmm. So I moved there, uh, didn't go to the military. Uh, just, you know, they did the whole physical on me. Um, and then I opted to go to school there, tried that for a year and a half, learning in another language. I could speak fluent German, but learning in another language is really tough. Yeah. And I was more focused on, you know, partying, being the degenerate, I guess, you know, just, and just enjoying life and doing stupid stuff with my friends. And then that caught up to me because, you know, you're spending all your money on drinking. You can't pay your rent, um, stuff like that. So I came back to the States eventually after destroying my body, looking pale and looking like a baseball with toothpicks in it, I guess. Um, and, uh, you know, um, I, when I came back, this is when Jersey Shore started to get big. Oh, man. So I saw that. I'm like, wow, dude. Like, Mike, this situation, what I admire about him the most, 
he has the confidence to go up to any girl in a club, just lift up his shirt, show his abs, be like, you coming back with, you know, stuff like, I'm like, dude, I want to, not, I didn't want to be like them, but you know, I wanted, you know, okay. Working out has its perks. You know, there's a lot of cool stuff going on with there. Oh, with that. So I started working out and uh, you know, I was just getting into it. And then one day my mom uh, bought me some, I think it was cookies and cream synthesis. No nope. way, dude. Yeah. Oh. So I, I took that. Home. What is this stuff? Like, I kind of knew what protein powers were, but not really. And then I took it and then started reading about it. And then I knew, wow, there's this whole thing, like thing of supplements, like this whole world of it on bodybuilding.com. This is like 2011, I think. Yep. And eventually got really, really, um, you know, started want to learn about it, want to, you know, see the experiences. Eventually, you know, you try a pre-workout, you try Endo Explode um, or Endo Rush at the time, they're ready to drink. And, you know, um, started learning about that. And then you go on bodybuilding.com. Uh, I saw Ryan Hughes's video on there. And that's what really got me into, like, to take it a little bit more seriously. Uh, but yeah, Ryan Hughes is actually yeah. my original, one of my, one of my original fitness inspirations, him, like the situation, I guess you would say. And there's probably a couple more, but freaking I want, yeah, I literally bought his blast for mass program. So <laughs> I'm like, he's, t- he's told me he would send it uh, to me one of these days, but it still hasn't. And it's pretty crazy how I went from like, just being like, wow, Ryan, you got me inspired to now. Like I can text him. So I yeah. consider myself very fortunate for that. Um, and, you know, uh, that led me to supplementreviews.com and, you know, trying to share my experiences uh, and, you know, trying to make sure other people knew what to buy, what not to buy, what's bad, what's good. And I started to learn there. I was working at GNC. You know, I got a job at GNC, uh, moved to San Diego and got a, there's like this store here called Sprouts. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was in the vitamin department there. I learned a lot more there than I did GNC. Um, and then eventually, you know, that was going on and eventually I got out of that. I thought I'd kind of be done because I got a job with my dad. He owns an adhesive company mm-hmm. and I kind of wanted to help there. And after four years, I realized like, man, pressure sensitive adhesives are really boring. Like it's just not exciting, man. Talking about glue and how it sticks and tack and shear and peel strength. Like it's just not fun. And I was still active on SR and one day the owner there, um, Tommy, he was looking for somebody to take over his position. Um, I don't know if you know who Drew Peters is. Um, yeah. So he used to have that position. I've known Drew Peters for like 10 years now. Uh, we used to play Xbox together and we met on SR and but yeah, he used to have that position years ago. And then eventually I got it because I was on the site for a long time. I knew it. I helped him out there. It was like a side job, $15 an hour. And then that site got sold after a year or so, a year and a half. And the new owners basically got rid of me after like some shit with traffic, some Google algorithm change. They couldn't afford me anymore. Mm -hmm. And before that, Ryan kind of like, like did one of his old school call outs on our site. Like, Hey, look how scummy these people are. And I'm like, who the hell is this asshole? You know, (laughs) like, who is this? And then, so I, didn't get into it with him, but I saw his concerns. Uh, he pointed something out on the site that I didn't know of. And I eventually, you know, 
I even exposed it even more to him because I'm like, hey, man, I'm honest. I'll expose anything. I'm an open book. And he appreciated that. He's like, oh, wow, you get paid by them and you're open and honest about any flaws or uh, sketchy stuff going on. And he eventually he's like, hey, man, uh, if things don't work out on SR, you know, you ever leave there, just reach out to me. Maybe we could work together. And I kept that in mind after a few months, after they got they officially let me go. Um, not because I did anything wrong. They just couldn't afford me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I thought I'd be double supplements forever because I'm like, I'm not getting anywhere. I'm just doing review stuff. It's kind of like just a side job, a hobby. Um, I told Ryan about it. I hadn't talked to him in a couple of months and he immediately said, Hey man, you want to come help me out on FI? I'm like, all right. And then that's how it started. I worked for, for FI part-time and which eventually became a salary over the past two years mm-hmm. or so. And and the goal is never to be with fitness informant forever. Um, you know, it's not a, there's a ceiling with media channels like that. You can only make so much. And recently when I was like, Hey man, I can't like, you've been here a long time. There's nothing more for you here to do. You know, um, there's a, there's a position open at, open at New Live and he hooked me up with it. So now I'm at New Live and that's how I got here. <laughs> kind of a long winded story, but uh, yeah, that's uh, it's a long journey to, me sitting here talking to you and being part of New Live and also still with Fitness Informant yeah, for the time being. Um, and then what has been your best experience so far regarding your time with Fitness Informant? Like- um, just the experiences and the connections I've made. Like I knew Dan, for example, like yeah. let's just say Dan, there's other people I've made connections with, but uh, I knew Dan before um, Fitness Informant. I met him through SR. I actually first day I got to see him I got to see him both you know how he usually is how he presents himself like very cool chilly back very relatable you know talk about video games and supplements the industry all the gossip that or not gossip but stuff that goes on um, and then you know his plans for the future mm-hmm. and then later that night he you know he invited us to a club down here in San Diego and I got to see Dan in another state you know like just completely let's just say threw back a few cocktails and uh you know it was really fun meeting him there like that you know the stafford brothers were playing so i got to go on stage with them and it was really fun and you know just like the connections you make because i've also got to meet great people like mark glazier um i met someone stupid a few times a good friend of mine i've met ben um i've met robert shinetsky um some of these people i knew before but just online but ryan's brought me out he's helped me make the connections and friendships with all these people so that's probably the best i've gotten out of this industry is just meeting awesome people like you know like yourself like matt nickerson um justin uh ricky you know it's just those real friendships because as this world becomes more digitized and you're you know i only talk to my old friends through xbox now most of my friends on that i consider very close are like just these kids i've never met on the internet that i played with i played with people on the internet that i've known for 17 years now over half my life so you know that's yeah just real connections with people in the business space that i absolutely love you know that's so cool man honestly and yeah dan is one of the real ones within the industry everybody that you named uh justin hall ben kane um Matt Nickerson, you name it, they're good, genuine people. So I'm glad that through fitness and you've networked and have good relationships with these people now. So that's dope, dude. On the real, oh yeah, it's it's been it's 
it's I cherish it, you know, really. Like sometimes everybody can piss everybody off, but I, I deep down I love them all. <laughs> <You know? laughs> um and then congratulations regarding you joining New Live. So what is your role specifically with that? <clears throat> seen like a care package or two yeah. <laughs> well so <clears throat> it's so i originally interviewed to be a sales rep for them like okay. that was it and i was like they were kind of skeptical because like, i thought i told them like i don't i'm not really a sales guy like i don't like being pushy with stuff i'm usually like because of my review so like review side i'm always like <clears throat> excuse me i'm always very like uh hesitant to recommend anything to some people because i'm like i don't know how you're gonna like it you know like i don't know i don't like to be pushy let's just say let's just keep it simple there but you know um so they were originally like kind of skeptical of me but ken over there pushed for me um because they would want to get some other people who may have been cheaper and they kind of said you know we want you we see you as kind of sales, you can do sales too, but we kind of want you there also as a hybrid, like in marketing. So I'm like, okay, um, I'll take whatever I can get. It was going to be small. Like you can go as far as you want with it. You know, whether it's just part-time, full-time, like we'll get to full-time. We'll <clears throat> set some goals for you. And I'm like, okay. And <clears throat> so I'm kind of like doing a little bit of everything. Um, I'm starting, I really want to push their content at, New live because ingredient supply, like obviously when you think of content, you think, oh, how to connect to the consumer. And no no ingredient supplier really does like uh has like this organic content creation, you know, like a lot of it looks like nice, pretty ads and mm -hmm. something that nobody can really connect to. You just see, oh, okay, they're professional, which is good. You need that. But my main goal besides sales, you know, sales is gonna help me get a lot of money. I have a lot of connections with people who I've already reached out. That's why you see the sample boxes and everything. Me just like sending yeah. it out to my friends. Like, hey man, I'll try this out. Maybe consider it for a future formula, you know, cause I'm very giving like, you know, send it out. I want you guys to try it out, experience it. Um, <clears throat> and then, so that's one thing, but then I also want to help with marketing and help them create a little bit of a, kind of a, or like a, a personality there. That's kind of my goal. Cause uh, you know, it's, New Live, it's hard for an ingredient supplier to advertise or make a connection with the um, end consumer because, you know, they're buying, it's, our ingredients are in products. Mm -hmm. It's not, you know, they, they're going to notify with those brands, but if we can get our clients, brand, like people part of this supplement bubble that I sometimes love and hate, um, or any brand in general, just following us and seeing who the person the personalities are behind it. I want them to connect it so they kind of like see, okay, there's a family environment there. Um, we know G from Fitness Informant. So I want to help also like help get more content out for our clients too, like going over products, doing taste tests. Like, yeah, we're not going to really reach the end consumer, but our clients might like it, might have fun with it. Um, you know, just if you have no organic content, it's hard to actually, uh, you know, build a connection or build a community with your followers. That's why Ryan and Snoop and all these people and Ben and are so like, they've built this community behind them because they are, they, they have their personality in it. It's not like fancy marketing or anything like that. Not well done ed edited videos. It's, you know, you see Ryan say fucking stuff. That's like, did you really just say that dude? Like, <laughs> but like, yeah. 
You're like so, but that is, it helps you connect with it. Just like uh, Ghost and the weekly building the brand videos, you know, you see, obviously it's edited and it looks professional. It's awesome. Holden's done a great job there. Holden the beat. Uh, shout out to Holden, man. He's he's, he's the man. Um, but you know, you get to see the personalities there. You get to, you know, Ricky has his mail time thing. Yep. Um, Ryan has a mom. Uh, Dan, mom. you know, Dan's just really cool, you know, and. You know, the, you connect with that. That's what people like these days. That's how you build a community. It's not going to reach everybody. Some people just buy your product and like the, the tubs. Yep. But, uh, you know, just there's some organic content. And Ghost, for example, there are other brands that build a community. So, so a little bit, I, yeah, I mainly, besides sales and marketing, I really want to introduce some organic content. Like we, we just had one recently on, uh, we did like a little taste test on collagen. This collagen supplement, Dell Labs and... You know that got more hits than I think any other post from New Live ever. That's sick. So, that's like the box, you know, but... and that's just us just taking a sip of a tasteless collagen and be like, oh, it tastes like water. Like you need a little bit of humor in there. It can't be a joke. It can't be too comedic, but a little bit of comedy in there sprinkled in helps. But you know, just helping them build organic content, and uh, I'm sure the brand owners that we are clients will all appreciate it as it is. You know, oh, of course. And then I'm um, going to throw another quick question your way is, what is your favorite energy drink? Is that a question? Uh, it is. It's Bang. Just kidding. Um, uh, been there like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I actually don't hate Bang, not going to lie. Like, so obviously, there are so many flavors. You're bound to love or hate a few of them. Um, I just think like, okay, it's so milligrams of caffeine and carbonated water. Um, obviously, right at the top, it's Ghost Energy. Red Berry is my favorite energy drink of all time um citrus is great i've grown to love that one mango um is it's weird because that's still like one of my favorite energy drinks but still on the bottom tier of my of the ghost flavors yeah I, I love it don't get me wrong it's like a nine out of ten for flavor but it's red berry blue raz citrus uh sour watermelon mm-hmm. you can interchange kind of those last three but red berry is always number one then uh the bubble is just one i just had my first one yesterday I don't hate it. It's just, I, it wasn't on the level of the other, in my honest opinion. I still think it's good. I would probably buy another one. Yeah. But compared to Redberry, like Redberry is my goat, like my, my all time favorite. Um, other ones that I like, you know, obviously Boom from Core or Core Miracle Energy mm-hmm. is, is good. Um, I actually love the Absolute Zero Monsters, not the white ones that everybody likes. The, uh, the you know, the original, like, Ghost, uh, not ghost, uh, Monster Energy, the Absolute Zero one. It's like in a black can. Yeah, that's my favorite uh, energy drink from them. Um, what else? I actually do kind of like Red Bulls too, but I just, they're always so expensive, so I just don't buy them. Uh, but yeah, Ghost Energy, man, you can't, you can't beat that. At, at least right now, there's nothing that compares to it in my genuine, honest opinion. Dude, um, I worked the Bollywood booth um, at the event that was sponsored by Ghost Energy. Yeah. And because we were literally giving away Ghost Energy for every single person that would follow Ghost Energy that day on Instagram. Just one can? Just one can, but we also threw in some swag. Some. Oh, some- that's good, dude. People love it. People were loving it, dude. And they had, there were fans of the brand. And then there were people that had no idea who we were. 
So, um, but just imagine we started at 11 a.m. It didn't end till 8 p.m. So when we looked up at one point and you see everyone at a music festival holding Ghost Energy, that shit was insane. Oh, dude, I can imagine. I, uh, hey, I mean, I, I prefer beer on a hot summer day, but uh, if I throw in like three energy drinks throughout that process, I'm good. Okay. And then, um, so yeah, let's your Pokemon collection. Are you down to talk about that? <sighs> yeah, sure. Why not? I oh, you know what? I forgot to I forgot to grab my Charizard. Like throw it in your face. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> I have this one right here though. You see this? Uh, for you people that can't see this because this is recorded, this is a first edition Dragonair PSA ten. Uh, it's in German, but uh, it's still worth like I think a grand. Last time I checked. Uh-huh. So, uh, yeah. Uh, a couple of years ago on SR, let me explain to you how I got into Pokemon card collecting. God damn. A lot of people are probably going to be like, who the fuck is this guy? But, uh, all good. Sorry for swearing, but, uh, um, so a couple of years ago, I want to say 2018, uh, you know, when you're around fitness for so long, sometimes you can get burnt out. Yep. You know, you're, you're seeing the same memes over and over and over again. Like the guy who skips leg day, uh, you know, when you think he's the one, but he, he, you find out he does CrossFit, small calves, pizza, you know, cheat meals, uh, post-workout, pre-workout, you know, like all the same memes. You see it over and over, just maybe a different picture. And you're like, this is getting so mundane. You know, some people treat bodybuilding as if it's something bigger than it is, in my opinion. And nope. it, uh, anyway, I got so sick of that that I was kind of like, you know what, I'm going to start a new hobby. So I was like, looking, what did I do as a kid that I didn't have the money to do? And my parents didn't like support too much that I could do myself right now. And now that I have my own income and I was walking in Walmart one day, I'm like, Oh my God, there's Pokemon cards right there. So I bought this like three pack of packs just to see what they look like now. Yeah. And it was, it was one of the newer sets. And I was like, I opened three packs and the last pack I opened had like a, this GX Charizard in it. And I'm like, okay, wow, that's cool. Like, yeah, the card's not worth that much because Pokemon's very, at least at the time, now it's kind of inflated. Pokemon's super, uh, you know, just, I, I got that experience. Let's go back to that. I got that experience of opening in a Charizard. <clears throat> I'm like, you know what, man? Let, let me just start collecting cards. And I started buying a shit ton of cards every day. And it was, you know, I had a lot of fun with it. Just didn't focus on fitness, kind of, took a break i was still working out but mm-hmm. not taking it as seriously as i did as i typically did i'll get into fitness in a little bit but uh yeah i started collecting cards then one day i found this place that had a bunch of like vintage card booster packs like the team rocket booster packs the jungle ones the fossil ones are all like 20 25 bucks so i go in there every couple of weeks and buy them and then i saw they had a first edition uh German original pack. Yep. And it was, they also had some in Spanish and French, I believe, but I just bought the German. They had like five. I bought three. And I have this on video. I don't think I'll ever release it, but I had this on video because I was just opening them for myself because it was a special moment when you find first edition cars from like the 90s. And I opened it. And the way it was, the second card I opened, I, I, pulled the card off of was a Charizard first edition. Insane. And yeah, 
that's like my present. That's like a retirement fund. I don't know what the, cause when I got it, it was worth like 800 at the PSA. It's like PSA nine. Mm-hmm. Uh, for, for those of you who don't know, that's how they, uh, it's like the quality of it. Like the, uh, the rank, you know, whether it's mint, it's, it's a mint card. And I was like, I, I pulled the first edition chart as a kid. That would have been my dream. You know, like there's that one kid in the playground that has a Charizard card. Who's the King. I never had one, but now I have a first edition one as an adult and I can take care of it. And now it's locked away. And, you know, like last, like back then it was worth like $800, $1,000 with this recent Pokemon card bubble. I saw it was going for like 10,000 bucks. I'm like, okay, I'll hold on to this for a long, long time. Hold on to it for a long, long yeah. time. I remember, I remember when I started getting right back into Pokemon posting and you were like, yo, check this shit out. <laughs> you fucking open your you open your shit and then i see a german charizard right then and there you told me the background you told me the story you told me everything i, I had was- to share that for everybody so everybody knows <laughs> <laughs> so but yeah i have a bunch of cars i have a psa 10 i have a i have a bunch of hold on you guys won't see this but uh you know i have several i have a whole stack of psa cards you know so you know like the Mewtwo, the original Shadowless, first edition Kabutops. Nice. PS- oh, wait, I'm looking at the wrong screen. So, yeah, you know, like that's just a side hobby. I haven't done it in a couple of years because eventually you start, you know, it's it's a costly, it's a very expensive hobby. Yeah. And you can only get that. Eventually you get to the point, a lot of people probably experience this. You open a pack, you don't get that same feeling anymore. Like when you first start, you get that experience of, oh man, card, like you'll appreciate any card you get any shiny or whatever and now it's like gx was it v max cards and stuff like that eventually you get to a point where if you don't pull like a full art or a rainbow rare which what it was last thing and Uh, or are these other special yeah like secret rares like you get you just you're like whatever just throw them away so i kind of stopped because i was getting to that point and maybe i'll get back into it but right now with the bubble with the bubble going on i'm i'm staying far away but eventually i'll probably get back into you know seeing what i can get as long as the bubble comes down a little bit i don't want to pay eight bucks a pack or whatever people are charging these days because when i was doing it was only like three to four bucks a pack Mm -hmm. like i can't do that i was buying a booster box a week maybe two nice so yeah it was it got it got addictive but uh I mean, I guess I made it out pretty well because now my collection's worth a lot more than I invested in it. <laughs> um, I'm going to throw another <laughs> question your way. And this is like, what would you say to someone who is afraid of going after what they want, dude? Um, don't, don't think. I see this a lot with people that do content like, uh, like that want to start something. Like I have a friend who I think would be absolutely amazing at like doing video game, whether that's reviews or content on there. He's so passionate about it when he talks to us. We don't even ask him and he just starts going off like, dude, shut up. You're annoying. But, uh, (laughs) you know, but I think I told him like, dude, you have so much passion for it. I literally make a living sometimes. Like part of my living is me just uh, posting my cell phone, understand? And that green screen that you see behind me, Mm -hmm. I just stand there and just like, you know, have to shoot a video just don't think about it. Just, just do it. You know, don't spend your, don't waste your time thinking about stuff that you know you can do that are very simple. Yeah. Like starting a brand is hard because it can be hard because, you know, you got to collect money, funding. That's different than me saying, than, you know, just getting your name out there, you know? Yeah. Like just 
just get started, man. Just don't overthink doing content. Ryan will mispronounce shit all the time and he doesn't give a fuck. Like, you know, uh, he, sometimes you say stuff that's not 100% accurate, but people forget shit nowadays. You can have the most embarrassing moment of your life right now. And people forget with memes, everybody's attention span going down with memes. Um, you know, people just laugh at it for a second and then they'll forget the next day or within 10, 15 minutes actually. So, you know, don't overthink it and just go for it. That's kind of what I do. So like, I, I was actually, you have to be honest, I was skeptical about joining new live. I didn't know, like, do I want to be a sales rep? You know, am I smart enough for this? And then I see the people that also got hired along with me and they know way less people know way less about like supplements in general. So I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm not as unqualified as I thought. I'm actually overqualified for where I am right now. <laughs> so. Well, um, listeners, G just gave you some gold in regards to content or anything else in life. Just do it. Just like stop being afraid. Just fucking do it. Like someone was asking, one of my coworkers was asking me like, how do you like, how do you suggest I go to Instagram and like start, you know, building connections there? I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Just go on there. Like if you have a product you're about to use, take a picture of it, Yeah. tag them. They might like it back. And if you do that, you might eventually start talking to them and build a connection like uh, Morphogen Nutrition, like probably one of my favorite brands. Um, you know, like Ben was very skeptical about work, working with Fitness Informant. He's still, we've never done like paid content with him ever. And he's still like all over my ranking guys I put together. And, you know, now he sends us stuff you know, for free to try out. And I built a relationship with him. I just bought his products one day with my own money, not even fitness support my card. Use it and post an honest review on it. And, you know, it was good. He liked that. You tag him. Guess what? Now I can talk to uh, Ben Hartman over there pretty much anytime. Well, I'm not like super close with him, mm -hmm. but, you know, we know each other. We can talk. You know, he kind of opened up to me about the recent passing with John Meadows. You know, he's really, you know, I've built a relationship with him just through me tagging him on Instagram or, you know, telling people that I like his products. So, you know, just simple helping other people or showing your experience with products from other people is the easiest way to gain some traction and build connections in the space. Um, like I'll share everything from new live because even if it doesn't really help that much, it takes two seconds for me to press send on the Instagram post and then share to story. It takes two seconds. And if people see it, good, it goes out. So yeah, yeah, it's kind of a rant. I, I, I like to go on rants, so. Oh, that's incredible advice. Cause me personally, before I got with Ghost, I was just posting what products I was using on a daily basis, no bullshit. Like what- That leads a lot. Like I used, I just created genuine relationships with the people at HQ or the athletes, not asking for shit, not asking. Yeah, that's good, that's good. Just genuinely just saying like bro you guys are killing it during your launch you guys are just creating badass products and then boom it just started organically and then boom that's it to this day i still hate asking for free products man i still don't like it the the <sighs> one thing that i've learned from everybody that whether you work at a supplement brand you own a supplement brand or you're an athlete or ambassador that's representing something don't immediately right out the gate just ask for shit because yeah. that really just takes your credibility out the window. Because then that means that you don't care about the product. You don't care about the brand. You don't care, period. You're just looking for a handout 
free yeah. product or a code just to, to make a quick buck. That's yeah. what I generally think. Oh yeah, I get it. Ryan's like, don't add, just like, don't ever buy your products. Just get it for free. I still feel kind of weird about that. But the thing is with Fitness Foreman and SR, like we have the following. So kind of like, you know, you can kind of be like, hey man, there's a trade-off there. Look, if you send us something, there's, if you have nothing to offer in return, why should anybody give you anything? You know, yeah, of course. So, you know, I mean, you're not giving them money, you're giving them attention or eyes on their product, which is very valuable these days. So, you know, that's uh, that's a way to look at it. <laughs> okay. And then um, next question your way, dude, is what's your favorite show to watch on Netflix, Hulu, Disney Plus on your downtime? Uh, this will be very weird. Sound like I don't watch TV, really. I don't watch movies. I've never seen The Godfather. I've never seen Casino. I've never seen The Shawshank Redemption. There's a lot of movies you could mention that I probably haven't seen. TV shows. I think the last show I actually watched was Gotham. And before I was like, I don't know, Breaking Bad. Um, the only reason I watched Gotham because I had a girlfriend at the time. And we just, you know, okay, sometimes you just want to sit down and watch something. But I don't watch a lot of TV, especially these days. Um, I mean, I have video games. It's that's my if I'm gonna be in front of a screen, I don't want to sit back because then I'll just go on my phone anyway and not pay attention. I just want to be immersed in like a video game field. So yeah, I don't watch a lot of stuff. I guess if I were to watch anything, it'd be Rocco's Modern Life. Um, Rocco's Modern Life. That's, that's my fave. That's my fave. Nice. Um, but yeah, I don't really watch shows, man. Like, uh, let's see, The Witcher. I think I watched one episode of it. I tried to watch that Castlevania thing on Netflix last time. I had actually had my subscription there. Um, I did, but you know, if I'm watching something, I get distracted by my phone. Someone messages me on Instagram, like going a deep dive there, like, oh shit, episode's over. So, yeah, that's your answer. I I just I prefer to play video games. I guess a show, quote unquote, show I watch. I don't even watch traditional sports anymore. I just watch uh, like the Call of Duty League. I follow pretty, um, what's the right word? I follow that pretty well. Um, I'm going to go to the championship next week um, or the championships next week here in LA. Um, so yeah, I guess if I watch it, it, it's kind of a show would be like the Call of Duty League, but it's, it's, it's a sport. I will, I'll still watch traditional sports, like maybe the Super Bowl football sometimes, but it's just, I'm kind of, the people that I grew up watching are gone. Besides Tom Brady, you know, um, people that I grew up liking in football are all retired. So when Tom Brady retires, I probably won't be watching much football in general. That's fine. Um, so what's your favorite uh, video game to play? That's a tough one. My favorite video game of all time was probably Counter-Strike on Xbox. Nice. Um, a lot of people don't know that it exists, but that was a big game back in the day. And that was, I had, a lot of fun memories on there that's where like people that i know that i met from back then are like doing things in the gaming industry now or were big name competitors like a few uh a decade ago or so um but yeah that probably followed by halo one and two um legend those were big uh i i told dan this is like right to his face at dinner when i visited like i think gold the most overrated game uh, I, I don't like it. I don't like, I like, I like some retro games, but uh, you know, like I, like me starting on video games, I've been playing video games since before I remember anything. Cause uh, apparently I would like my half sister had a, had a Nintendo and I was three and it was in like my dad's little room that he had. 
I just went in and started to play it at the age of three, just found out a way to turn it on and start moving it around, you know? So I've been playing since before I can remember. And uh, yeah, like retro games, they can be fun, but they're only fun for like five minutes. And you go back, like you play Gold Knight, super wonky, nowhere near as clean as like the games they have today. Um, you know, they feel, a lot of games feel slower from back then. So I can appreciate them, don't get me wrong, but I like, like Goldeneye, I never really liked anyway. As style slow, wonky. So, um, favorite video games of all time that I have the most fond memories on are going to be Counter Strike, mm-hmm. probably Halo Two. Um, Halo One wasn't online, but that. Oh, and uh, Rainbow Six Vegas. Um, Rainbow Six Vegas was the one game I technically went semi-pro in back when MLG was a thing, and like some of my friends from back then are now big. Like, I don't know if you know, there's a caster named Mr. X. Like, I remember him from back in the day, having him on my friends list. Now he's like a big name caster. He's like, you know, Merkin Maven from Ghost, I'm sure. Yeah. Like, like they cast together sometimes. So, um, you know, and then some other people from back in the day, Nick Merckx, I vaguely remember from Gears. I'm sure I like hopped in a lobby with him, whether it was on Gears 1 or 2. And, uh, you know, so I remember them, you all these people are connected from back then and now those people are making it big. So like Mr. X, Nick Merckx and all them. So yeah, but favorite video game. Oh, and also shout out to Pokemon blue and Pokemon blue, Pokemon okay. blue, yellow, gold. And let me think there's a lot of games I like, but definitely my favorite counter-strike okay. and on Xbox and probably halo two. I was Pokemon red, Pokemon crystal, which definitely need some fucking love there um and me halo halo 2 i remember playing that in like night school and high school all the all the computers just playing that um and then i loved like role-playing games like final fantasy like the the ones seven i never played a final fantasy i like skyrim though skyrim's one of my favorites hell to the yes skyrim's skyrim's amazing Uh, they launched something new Hopefully they launch a new one. Oh, Mortal Kombat. I forgot. Mortal Kombat. I love that series too. I love, like, I like the whole story behind it. I don't like, I didn't like the last story that they went with. Yeah, I think that was too much. um, It was just too, like, I know Warner Brothers owns them now. And it just came off too much like a movie and, like, you know, kind of like this whole band of everybody coming together. Mortal Kombat in the past was, like, a bunch of different rivalries and, uh, like, dozens of stories going on at the same time. Whereas now it's like, I don't know, it's like one storyline going on. It, 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 it just, it's changed. So, so. Since, since you brought it up, Skyrim, your main character, how do you play him? Um, Let's go with a Nord. Go with a Nord? Yeah. Um, and I like the, it's, the Nords are the ones that can't like be hurt by the cold, right? I believe so. Yeah, I think that's it. Like that's why I usually go with them. And you know, I, I mean, the thing is with Skyrim, you, I mean, yeah, you can see your character from the third person. But I just play the first person anyway, so mm-hmm. I could use any. Um, I think it's the Argonians too that can't. Is that are those the ones that can swim and don't lose their breath? I want to say it's them. I've played Skyrim in like a few months, but dude, I, I got deep into Skyrim. I, I love Skyrim. I grinded for the dragon armor recently uh, and then after after that grind i'm like okay let me take a break haven't played since again i nord um then i became like the headmaster or the main person at the magic school so i completed that quest oh the mages guild the mages guild 
Um, basically, Dark Brotherhood? No, not Dark Brotherhood. I love that one. That's that one's so cool. Uh, I got I got into it once I was done with the um, Mages Guild. Then I went to the Dark Brotherhood. And um, if I remember correctly, Dark Brotherhood is that the Thieves Guild? No, no, it's like the assassin. It's like a group of assassins where you just go around. They tell you to kill somebody. The story was better in Oblivion for the Dark Brotherhood, but Skyrim. I mean, just having the Dark Brotherhood there is like, I don't know. You're you're an assassin. Obviously, it's a video game, so I'm not like a serial killer, but you know, it's it's just fun because it's so dark and like there's a lot of lore there. There's so much in Skyrim to do too, you know. Yeah, there is. Uh, so. Freaking, I remember one time in the freaking town, there a dragon landed in it. So I started attacking the dragon. Then the guards started getting pissed off. And attacked at you? Me. Yeah, at me. So then I'm just there like, you know what? F you guys. I freaking killed the guard. And then the <laughs> town, all the guards started coming at me. And I'm like, this is messed up. This is prejudice. <laughs> fucking racist. <laughs> you you run I, away. I killed the whole entire town. And then I basically, oh, damn. Yeah. And then I was just there like, you know what? Luckily, I have a save right before this, so boom. And then I was like, I'm staying away from this town for a hot minute because that. Well, was you just bad. leave the town, escape, and then come back, and then I'll probably just arrest you. Like, oh hey, we're arresting you. Like, oh, okay, here, here's like the two thousand gold that they want, and then, uh, then you're good. Oh man, Skyrim's great. Skyrim's great. What's, um, um, one of the one one of the missions that I remember clearly. It's like you have to meet a god you get absorbed by this light into the sky. That's how you talk to this God. And then she's like, you have this mission. I need you to kill this person. That's in my, um, that's in my, my sanctity or in my church. I was telling that to my wife right before falling asleep. And she was like, what the fuck is this game? <laughs> it's my other life. Okay. Other life. Uh, I've adopted kids on there too. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's right. You know, you can adopt kids like, oh man, that game's great. I'm just there like, go play outside. Don't talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great, man. Uh, um, and then this is going to be the last question. So what is your favorite music to listen to while working out or just favorite music in general? So I don't listen to music while I work out. Um, what? Yeah, it's dude. I just um, one thing I should probably share. So I have like Tourette's, right? Like literal. That's why I, I talk a lot. Um, when I'm, it's worse when I'm alone, like when I'm alone, it, you know, it's not all the time. It's not that bad, but it's there. But, um, if I have headphones in, I might like forget where I'm at and I don't want to like, I can control it if I'm around people is mm -hmm. an easy way to put it. Like I had a girlfriend for five years and she didn't even know, but, uh, but like, sometimes I don't want to like splurt anything out if I'm working out, you know? Yeah, no, of course. So if I'm listening to music and that something might slip out, I'm like, oh, shit. So if I, I also like, I really like the sound of like the weights moving around. I like hearing, you know, like if I'm deadlifting, for instance, I like hearing the plates mm -hmm. like hit each other. I like, you know, I just like the sounds of the gym. Uh, if I do cardio though, then yeah, I'm going to either watch a YouTube video or listen to music. As far as to get to your question, um, I guess... I would have to say, like, I get, I don't like this word, but like grunge music was like, I was really big into that, like Allison Chains and Tad, uh, the Screaming Trees, Green River, you know, Mud Honey, uh, who else is back there? Malfunction. I guess Soundgarden would be part of that. They're pretty old school. Um, 
but also other than that whatever sounds good usually edm music is always fun puts me in a good spot like any minimal techno it depends on the mood i'm not really big on rap or country um i never got the i don't know man something about like singing about high school parties doesn't never connected with me so yeah i'm definitely i guess i would say alternative rock okay you know, uh, with with like edm and whatever sounds good as a club at a club too it's kind of like what i like you know drink some gamer to that and go hell go hard go hard oh my god uh, yeah. um well dude i just wanted to say thank you so much for sharing your story your experiences with the listeners yeah. is there anything that you would like to say to them before we head out um it depends on who I'm talking to, who, who's actually listening. Um, I'm sure a lot of, I'm sure a few of the people that we all have connections with may take a gander at this. I wanted to let them know I love them all. Uh, I really appreciate, you know, Ryan Buckeye, my boss. He's, uh, you know, he wasn't a guy who just wanted me. When I was telling people, like, I'm looking for a new position, you know, trying to advance. He told me, like, uh, you know, people like, oh, so Ryan doesn't know about this, right? I'm like, yeah, no, he, he's trying to help me, you know? So he was never there. Like, I just want you to make me money and I'll pay you a salary. He wanted to see me progress. So big shout out to him. Um, shout out to all my other friends, Justin Hall, uh, Robert Chinetsky, Ben, you suck at Call of Duty, but you know, <laughs> I, I despise Warzone. Actually, I actually despise that game. Me and Ben get into it over that. Um, I hate the state of the gaming industry. Um, I also want to say all these brands that are getting into the gaming industry, if you don't have an authentic connection to it, um, I won't despise you. And I'll still like appreciate your products, but damn, man, it's, it looks like a cash grab from my end, <laughs> uh, which isn't bad first, but you know, I, that's one thing I want to say. Shout out to Dan and Ryan for being so generous to me and inspirational to me and keeping me company during COVID. I don't know if you knew this, me, Dan, Ryan, and Dan's friend Phil played Warzone every night when COVID first started, um, like for months, like every night. I swear to God. So, but I, they still suck. So, but uh, I taught I taught them everything they know. Dan's a little bit better than Ryan, but uh, I'm just kidding, guys. I love him. But uh, yeah, anybody listening, just shout out to you. Always feel free to reach out if you guys need anything. Um, I'm always uh, real with, you know, I'll give you my honest opinion on whether it be your products, your formulas, your any product you're looking into. Um, as for people that aren't like necessarily in the supplement bubble or business owners, people like that, influencers. Um, yeah, be sure to follow me. Um, if you have any questions on how to make a name for yourself in there, just, I mean, listen to this podcast, what I said earlier, build connections. But uh, feel free to reach out. I can always advise you. I'll do it for free. You know, just hit me up in the DMs. I've had people do that already. And yeah, if anybody wants to play video games, always reach reach out to me on Instagram. Well, you know, we can play something together. Okay. Yeah. Well, thank you. And uh, listeners, till next time. <laughs>